Welcome to this week's episode of Paranormal United States. This is episode 18, Louisiana. Cool. Thanks for joining us. Um, so when you think of Louisiana, what comes to mind? I know you asked me in the previous one. I didn't have a clue. <laughs> but in Louisiana, what would come to mind, first of all? Oh, God. Um, water. I don't know. Like yeah, lakes and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans is the heart of Louisiana. When it comes to New Orleans, um, it's got a very rich and vibrant haunted history. And when it comes to New Orleans haunted mansions, there's one that stands out from the rest. The one behind me. The woman who lived here has become legendary for her ghastly deeds she committed in one of the most disturbing bloody chapters in New Orleans history. Her name was Delphine Lolori, and history knows her as Madame Lolori. I'm going to talk about the haunted mansion on Royal Street, where she committed unspeakable atrocities. Once thought the most splendid home in the neighbourhood, the Lolori House, has now considered to be a house of horrors. Its ghosts have a tragic tale to tell, and trust me when I say their stories are not for the faint-hearted. Wow. So... If you were to live in the French Quarter in the early 1830s, you would know about Madame LaLaurie and the rather glittering soirees she hosted at a lavish mansion. The house certainly must have lived up to its role as an architectural hostess for the social elite of its day. Whilst this appearance might have changed a bit over the years, it's easy to imagine what it might have been like during the 1830s. Chandeliers, carvings, wrought iron, um, fixings pristine fashionable postcard perfect house looks very nice it does it does it does look a bit ominous in this picture i won't lie yeah, yeah. i think yeah the, the background's a bit dark it is a bit dark so madame lalaurie herself she was born of a well-bred family the kind with knights in its genealogy she was attractive she had been a wife to three husbands a high-ranking spanish officer who had left her widowed with a newborn daughter after him came a well-known banker, who she had four children with, and then she married a physician, Leonard LaLaurie. This third marriage may have been troubled, but it would leave its permanent mark. After all, it gave Delphine and her house on Royal Street the name of LaLaurie. So there were murmurs something was amiss at the house before a fire. So, there were house slaves that looked malnourished. Um, other slaves simply vanished with no explanation. And why did Madame LaLaurie's daughters seem so quiet and so pale? So while slavery was a way of life for New Orleans at the time, Madame LaLaurie's disregard for basic humanity seemed to be extremely bad. She scoffed at legal counsel about the fit pitfalls of mistreating her slaves. She was quite a horrid person, basically. Some of the neighbours suspected, as various contemporary accounts testify, that the upper parts of the home were used as a prison for its servants. And one of the most famous stories tells us a young girl who angered Madame LaLaurie, who chastised her with a whip, and the girl was so terrified that she jumped out of the balcony on the courtyard below where she perished. Her death was an accident, it was insisted. Wow. There was lantern-lit burials in her own back garden, as well so she was horrid Sounds um, but the events of april the 10th 1834 settled the question for good she was evil bringing to light truths that may have remained hidden forever 
It began with a fire in the kitchen, a fire that was later said to be ignited by a slave that simply could no longer endure the cruelties inflicted upon him, and bystanders quickly gathered around the home as the blaze grew. They were worried about the slaves they seemed to know were undoubtedly chained within, unable to escape, and condemned to perish in the flames. They cried out to the master of the house, and Dr LaLaurie told them to mind their own business. So he was equally nasty. Firefighters arrived on the scene and the fire was extinguished, but amidst the fallout they found something they didn't expect, something uglier than anything they could ever have imagined. And words can barely describe the condition of the slaves found inside. Slaves found with dislocated limbs, iron collars, spikes, chains and malnourishment. The decades have added to the legends and if you go on a ghost tour at night, which are plenty in the New Orleans area, you'll hear other gruesome discoveries tied to the fire at the House of Horrors, including a slave with a hole in her skull, her living brain rotting with maggots. Some ghost tour guides speak of an actual torture chamber where the worst mutilations imaginable occurred. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible place. The true extent of all the crimes are largely lost to time and only the dead people would be able to tell you exactly what happened. Wow. It's notable that not long after the fire, the LaLauris fled New Orleans for obvious reasons. Mm, don't um, blame them. And recent accounts describe their carriage leaving at the city at unusually high speed. Is this a testament to their guilt? Maybe. Maybe. They went and fled to Paris, where Madame LaLaurie spent most of the rest of her life until she died. But some say she never escaped her crimes and the stigma of what she'd done followed her to Europe. So that's a little bit about the history of her and the house. That's, uh, obviously. Um, that's what you call horrible histories. <laughs> it's horrible histories. And that's the setting of some kind of sort of torture-based horror film. You can see it like all a saw movie or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like something a bit like American Horror Story. Hold that thought. So okay. since the fire, the LaLaurie Mansion has been left to the whims of tempestuous times. It's been a girls' school, a homeless shelter, a private residence, and incredibly, at the beginning of the 1900s, it was apparently housed a pub on the first floor, the owner capitalising on its eerie reputation, even calling it the Haunted Saloon. So, more recently, a certain person called Nicholas Cage owned the house. Ah, he, bought, okay. he bought it with the hope of writing a horror novel within the walls, and if you're going to get any kind of inspiration, I think there's probably the best place yeah um as you know nick cage was a bit uh fell on bad times uh so he sold the house and it seemed the house brought him nothing but bad fortune because he never wrote the book either it's also a house rife with spirits of the dead specifically the ghosts who met a tragic and violent end at the hands of the cruel mistress they say wails of agony plague its rooms at night doors slam furniture moves and apparitions of slaves are seen walking around the property some even in chains interested in seeing madame lalaurie herself it seems that other apparitions have banished her from that particular haunted mansion and although it may still bear her name it doesn't bear her um, her spirit has been seen nearby though at the local cemetery where she once worshipped so today, if you were to wander down the streets of the French Quarter at the midnight hour, after all the ghost tours have departed, you may find the streets shrouded in fog, 
the lanterns might barely illuminate the dim streets. And if you were to happen upon the mansion, you might feel a tingle in your spine, the kind of tingle that provokes even the most sceptical to believe in ghosts. Some places on earth whisper the tragic history. It's become a bit of a celebrity in its own right. And if you go to New Orleans on a ghost tour at night, you will certainly visit the most haunted mansion in town. It's been featured on several ghost adventure TV shows. And as mentioned earlier, if you're a fan of the horror, American horror story, you might see that the season that took place in New Orleans, this building was prominently featured. It wasn't actually filmed there, but it was um, an inspiration for some of it and you would see it. Recent owners have renovated the place to Pinterest perfect perfection, for want of a better phrase. And you can see photos of at least one of the Laurie, the Laurie Mansion's more recent remodels on this article. Ironically, the house seems ready for a close-up just in time. The creators of The Conjuring have plans to make the LaLaurie Mansion a central figure in their upcoming horror franchise as well. Oh. And the staircase, lit in blood red, seems particularly fitting. So that's a little wrap-up of one of the most haunted mansions in New Orleans. And that wraps up Louisiana. So is it still called, like, after her? Yep, yep, it is called the LaLaurie Mansion. Because um, you'd think that obviously with what happened, they'd sort of not want to sort yeah. of glamorise sort of her and not call it like after her. I think with the some of the deep and dark sort of history of New Orleans and the fact that people go there a lot, I think as part of the, the ghost tours that go on in the streets all around New Orleans that they, uh, they decided mm. to keep it as a sort of a nod to the to the horrible history as you as you quite rightly mm, maybe maybe yeah so horrible place horrible lady horrible husband horrible events supposed um, to be a doctor yeah and weirdly we've talked about a physician in a previous episode as well where yeah. there was deaths as well so it sounds like back in the day if you were some kind of doctor you weren't exactly uh, pleasant Cool, so that is this week in Panel, United States, Louisiana.